0: everybody, and welcome back to Popcorn Prattle. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Mr. Marcus Ali, executive producer of Shenanigans Incorporated and one of the co-creators of Popcorn Prattle. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. We are but a humble podcast that enjoys talking about movies, but not in a pretentious way, but as if you are talking to your best good buddies. And of course, as always, I'm joined by my best good buddies. First up, you know them, you love them. He's the man, the myth, the legend. It's Mr. Stephen Bailey. Stephen, say hi to the folks at home.
1: Hey, folks at home. Do you really love me?
0: No. No. No, they oh. tolerate you. But, but you take, <laughs> Stephen, take your victories where you can get them. And, of course, okay. it's the ever-so-lovely, the ever-so-talented. She's the stardust queen herself, Miss Lindley Key. Lindley, say hi to the folks at home.
2: Hey, and Steven, I love you platonically.
0: Aw, thanks, bud. You have a you have a wife, okay? You have enough love. You're good.
1: No. You're good. Yes, I do.
0: Mm-hmm, there you go. That, that's what I said. Take your victories where you can get them. Um, now, audience, I know, because that was really weird. We got, like, real real deep and intimate. We're all talking about we love you. Where's the movie talk? Uh, we are going to talk about movies, <laughs> audience, tonight. Um...
2: Maybe we just want to share our feelings for once, Marcus.
0: You can share your feelings. That's fine. But on the Film Talk podcast, I want to talk about some doggone movies. And we got a couple of good ones that I know you guys are going to want to talk about. Uh, First off. We've got to talk about those uh, Captain Marvel pictures that just came out. Uh, Captain yes. Marvel uh, is having its first debut trailer on Good Morning America on Tuesday. <laughs> it is?
2: Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. I did not know this. It
0: is so exciting that it is going to happen. I cannot wait to finally see the first trailer. Um, of course, we're going to talk about it on the show. Um talk about some theories see if they're confirmed see if they're denied i don't know if we'll see any uh infinity war uh clues in the trailer i would assume so though i would assume we'll see at least one infinity war clue um but we're gonna talk about the pictures in a moment and we'll maybe talk a little bit about the trailer as well uh next we are we have to talk it would not be popcorn prattle if we did not do a breathalyzer on the DCEU and just find out how drunk are they this week um <laughs> we are going to of course talk about titans and um it was uh the rumor that spread across the internet like wildfire um Henry Cavill was out as Superman and then it was found out that the rumor was false. And even though, even though, we are confirming on this show that the rumor is indeed false, we are still going to talk about it because uh there was a lot of things that kinda got revealed with that, especially like in people's opinion about Henry Cavill. Um and also too, um it, all of a sudden there was talks about Michael B. Jordan. Um, I'm sure just to kind of stir the pot a little bit, but I kind of have some I've, I have some funny words about that. Um, in particular, are about, they
2: funny though, Marcus?
0: Uh, it might not be funny to fanboys because it's it's uh, in particular making fun of them because I'm sure they lost their minds um, when they were like done burning their uh, Star Wars stuff and they were like, "What? Now you want to turn Superman black?" Rah, 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 rah. Old neckbeards. <laughs> uh, How'd that go again. It's Thank you. it's cuz of the beards. It's cuz of the beards on their necks. They don't grow them on their faces, <laughs> They're specifically on their necks. Uh but of course we are going to talk we're going to talk about that and more coming up. But before we talk about that, uh just a little bit of <laughs> housekeeping. If you find that you really, really, really enjoy listening to our show, um, you know, halfway through, you're like, man, I really like what those popcorn prattle peeps are doing. Uh go ahead, go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to whatever device you are listening to this. Um podcast on and go ahead click subscribe click like if you're on itunes go ahead and leave us a review as well let us know what you enjoyed about the show and when you're done with the episode especially if you really enjoyed it go ahead and hit the share button um you can share it very easily on facebook and twitter and instagram um and that really helps us out it lets more people know about the show um and then as more people learn about the show we get more opinions and so we can diversify our content um, because if you know anything about popcorn prattle, we love content that is diversified. See what I did there? If
2: you share it, if you share it, I'll platonically love you too.
0: Linda, you are just all about the love tonight.
2: I am. We'll, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> we'll see
0: if that we'll see if that mood remains. Oh no! <laughs> uh, Steven, Lindley, are you ready? Ready. You're ready, guys. Let's go ahead and prattle. Uh, so. Uh, First off, before we even get into the Captain Marvel picks, I do want to make just the briefest of announcements um, because I got a chance to binge watch uh, two shows. I don't know how I did this, um, but I binge watched two shows on Netflix and was absolutely astounded by both of them. Um, The first one, first one that I want to point out is Ozark. Ozark. We've talked about Ozark on the show in the past. Um, audience, you know, Steve and I are both big, big fans of this show. It's incredibly dark, incredibly well acted um, with Jason Bateman and Laura Linney as the as the two leads. Um, if you have not gotten a chance to see season one of Ozark, I highly encourage you. You do not want to go into season two without seeing season one. Um You know, some people, some people do that. I I would encourage you not to uh, just because the momentum from season one uh, carries over directly into um, into season two. Matter of fact, it picks up right where season one left off. Um, So if you don't want to be overly confused by the relationships with everybody, um, you definitely 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 want to check out season one first uh in this particular season oh sorry the premise of the show i guess i should start off with is a man named marty bird takes his family to the ozarks in missouri uh and they are there to launder money for the mexican drug cartel and if it's as you do as one does uh and if it sounds like breaking bad I I have always said that this is definitely like a spiritual successor of Breaking Bad. I loved that show. I thought it ended beautifully. Um, Ozark literally picks up at that darkness in Breaking Bad uh, picks it up and they go even darker with it. Um, some of the things that you really enjoyed about Breaking Bad are just magnified. Um, and when you get into season two, uh, where you have this whole new cast of characters that the Bird family has to deal with. Um, things get mighty real for everybody. I don't want to reveal too much because, again, uh, not a lot of people have actually seen Ozark. Uh, so I, I do want to encourage you guys to check it out. Um, check out season one, then immediately watch season two because the end will Shock you to the core and it will make you very excited for season three. Um, the other movie, uh, sorry, the other show I got to watch was the Immortal Iron Fist, um, or it's just really just Iron Fist, um, one of the Marvel Netflix shows, um, one of the four uh, Defenders. Remember that there is Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and of course Iron Fist. Before the Defenders, we got a chance to meet all of them prior to the big team up show. And out of all of them, Iron Fist was definitely the weakest, which we've talked about on the show because uh, Lindley saw Inhumans. She warned us that Inhumans was horrible. And when I looked it up, right, when I looked it up, I told Lindley, I said, Lindley, it's funny because the guy who did, who was a showrunner for Iron Fist, which sucked, uh, was also the showrunner for Inhumans. Needless to say, he is no longer, I don't think he's working for Marvel anymore um, because yeah. he had two bombs uh, in a very successful, uh, uh, you know, film franchise. Um, and he, they got a new showrunner. This showrunner definitely, I guess, um, definitely enjoys comics. You can tell uh, because it feels fun. Um, it doesn't feel like it is, you know, just this white savior character coming in and doing kung fu. Um, it asks a lot of hard hitting questions. Um, it asks a lot of, you know, of the main character Danny Rand, um, billionaire, rich playboy who has learned kung fu at an ancient temple, as one does, uh, and so he has come. Not not quite Batman. He's a lot more <laughs> mystical than Batman. But but very, very, very close on the- <laughs> 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 After saying it, I'm like, no, it's Batman. Um uh Iron Fist has come back and he uh he has a glowing fist, hence the name, um, that is focused chi, that allows him to um, fight crime effectively. Um I I mentioned earlier I mentioned that uh, Iron Fist was um, it was very clear what they were going for with Iron Fist that he was the younger of the defenders that he was still trying he was still learning. Um, but uh, after seeing him in Luke Cage season two, you could tell that the actor Finn Jones was already um, taking a different approach to the character. Okay. And then when you get to season two of Iron Fist. It is, I loved it. I, I enjoyed the fight scenes. They are not as great as Daredevil yet, um, but I definitely enjoyed the fight scenes a lot more. Um, the women in this, se- in this particular season kick ass. Uh, Misty Knight, who is from Luke Cage. That's not her actual name. That's her character's name. Um, and Colleen Wing from uh, Iron Fist season one. They um they are actually they actually had their own comic book run called The Daughters of the Dragon. And they have the best fight scenes in this show. Um and their their relationship is so great. I sat there and I was like, you know what? In all honesty, I don't need a Heroes for Hire show anymore. I just want the Daughters of the Dragon. That's all I want. Give me a show with these badass females kicking ass, taking names, um, And just being really good friends, Um, you know, and having a a couple of laughs. I think that would be a great direction for Marvel to go in. Um, Iron Fist Season 2, again, it ends wonderfully. It really sets up for possibly what could come up in the next Defenders uh, show. But I do think the state of the Marvel Union on Netflix is good. Um, And that was... That was my State of the Union on Netflix, yeah. So check Yay. check those out, and I'll give I'll give more in depth reviews, a little with uh, a few spoilers on our WordPress uh, by the time you probably finish this podcast on Sunday. So Yay. yeah, yeah. All right, guys, I've done enough talking. Uh, let's talk about Captain Marvel and these pictures because uh, I'm so excited. Um, uh, <laughs> we just got, uh, revealed, um, well, this is, what, last week the pictures came out? Um, but we just, yeah. we just got the Captain Marvel pictures and, uh, released by, uh, Entertainment Weekly. And I have got to say, guys, this could be a game changer for Marvel in the best possible way. Um. I'm so let's round table this let's find out what our thoughts are you know does it make you want to go see the movie more what direction do you think they might be going with with captain marvel um could this be a movie to not that it has to you know female power um but is this a, is this the movie to rival uh wonder woman okay um who would like to start not me because i've already talked enough
1: was that? Okay, did one of the pictures show the villain from Guardians of the Galaxy, the first yeah, one? Yeah,
2: Ronan the Accuser in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, I gotta
1: be honest. Guardians was a fun movie. My wife really enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. But he was a very boring villain. He was a really boring villain. So, this doesn't really make me that excited. I just thought it was kind of interesting to note. He's a very boring villain.
0: I'm excited
2: for him to get a second chance, though.
0: Well, and keep in mind, he's not—he's not the main villain. He's—he's there because the Kree and the Scroll are like—that's what brings them to Earth. Like they're fighting each other, and their fight just so happens. Slow down.
1: Who? Oh
0: goodness. Okay. All right. Gotta break this down. (laughs) Who? (laughs) The Kree and the Scroll. So the Kree. The Kree i'm explaining it to you the kree empire right the kree empire got introduced in guardians of the galaxy um that's Ronan, right and they okay. and they got further explored in agents of shield um they're the ones who came to earth you know millions of years ago experimented with humans and created the inhumans that's the mcu storyline for how the inhumans came about um and then you also have the scroll. The scroll have been we people have been wanting the scroll uh for years, I think. Probably since mm-hmm. uh the first Avengers movie. Um cuz I th- I want to say people thought the scroll were going to be the uh invading army. Mm-hmm. And then uh then they changed it to the Chitauri. And I can't remember why. I I want to say it's because Marvel didn't have the rights to the scroll just yet.
2: I think that's why. Okay,
0: yeah, I think I think that's what I heard like a long time ago. But it's again, it's it was since the first Avengers movie that I heard that. Um, but now that they have now they have control over the Scroll again. Now you can bring them in, and you can also set up for um, the Secret Wars storyline where the Scroll essentially swap places with a lot of superheroes um, and uh, affluent members of society. They look awesome. They do. They. I mean, they look straight out of the comic book, you know. Which is, you know, as a, you, you. That's what you mm-hmm. want from your costume design. Um, you want it to look as close to the comic book as possible. And I think that they. I think they nailed it. I think they nailed it with these guys. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. But, sorry, Stephen. That's who they are. So go ahead.
1: This. <laughs> okay. Cool. I will be sure to collect all 20 as a happy meal at McDonald's. There you go. And rant. And rant. And rant. And rant.
2: Okay.
0: Lindley, what about you? Lindley.
2: I'm excited. I think I don't think they could have found a better person than Bree Larson to Agreed. to do this. Mm-hmm her um, suit looks awesome. I think Jude Law looks awesome. Everybody, it just looks awesome. hmm Mhm. I'm I'm excited. And I'm excited to see the time period in which yeah. it's going to be taken. I don't want them to be You know how a lot of especially with things like Stranger Things, mm. sometimes the 80s-ness of it can be a little in your face. mm
1: mm-hmm, Mhm. I like, don't the want them to the, the store.
2: Yes, I don't want yeah. that to be the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to have a good superhero movie without relying on, hey, remember those jelly shoes, or hey, Captain Marvel's got herself a Tamagotchi. <laughs>
0: right, right.
2: So yeah, I don't that's the only thing I'm a little bit afraid of with this movie. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm really excited. Seeing young, like super young Sam Jackson, oh, is kind of freaking me out.
0: But he looks, he looks great though. I, he looks I amazing. was surprised, like, and that's it, CGI. That's it's the crazy still part, freaking me out, it, right, <laughs> right.
2: And I think this scroll could have looked ridiculous, but
0: mm-hmm. it
2: kind of works.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, like I mean, this is this is outside of the movie too.
2: Mm-hmm. So if
0: I'm, I'm in my mind, if if we feel like they look good on the picture, um, then I feel like hopefully they will look better, um, you know, in the movie as well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, go ahead. And
2: Ronan isn't the only one from Guardians no. to uh, be featured. Because he's in that shot, but also in that shot is the guy who first meets Star-Lord when he's taking the thing. Of He's like, I'm Star-Lord. Who? Mm-hmm. Like that guy, that guy—he's in the background. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which I'm—I'm I'm so glad that Digimon Hansu is back in this. Um, Thank
2: you. I couldn't remember his name.
0: Yeah, uh, Digimon hansu because he—he only wanted to be in a Marvel movie because he wanted some—he wanted a character that his son could cosplay as. Like that. Oh. Like that was one of the reasons why he took the part. Um, so that's really sweet, right? So for him to be back in the MCU, I mean, he's. I mean he's dead in the future but for him to be back in this I think that that was really cool um I'm wondering what the tie-in will be like I wonder if like the end will kind of set up to how did Ronan get to where he was like working with Thanos even mm-hmm. um by the end of Captain Marvel I I really don't think that it's going to be so much about the time period per se Only because, um, I feel like they needed to set it in a certain time period because it has Mm -hmm. to fit within the timeline of why, why did Captain Marvel not show up to help out with anything, Mm -hmm. you know, with the Chitauri or, uh, you know, with Ultron or anything like that. Where was Captain Marvel? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's really the biggest question that I have going into this movie is how are you going to explain her not being there? Um, Cause they could easily do it post infinity war, you know, or sorry, post snap um, and have Captain Marvel show up. Uh, but, yeah. but they're choosing not to, they're saying like, no, 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 she was, she's been there before Iron Man, before Tony Stark became Iron Man, essentially. And so I'm inter- I'm really interested in seeing what they what they do there. Um,
2: yeah, I want to see where she's been.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I mean I I have so many theories about this about this movie. I'm hoping we might get a Kamala Khan reference. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like 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 even a little bit. You know what I mean? Or even maybe like in Infinity War two. Um. Or Avengers four. We get uh, a Kamala Khan like coming out, and she's like, "Oh my gosh! Like Captain Marvel was so cool! Like I want to be just like her." And then that's all you see, kind of like with Miles Morales. Um, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully that will lead to like a a Champions movie one day. I still have to talk about Dave about my theory, but a Champions movie. Hey Dave! Great. Hey Dave! Um, I uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think this movie is going to be great. Um, I'm excited to see the trailer. I I don't want I don't want to think of it like this, right? Um, because again, uh any movie that has a that has people that don't normally get front and center like I don't want to pit them against each other. but I will say um uh, I think I think based on the pictures, this is just the pictures potentially could be on par with Wonder Woman. I think this is I think mm. I think I've, I feel like this will have hopefully, the same emotional impact as Wonder Woman did. I don't yeah. know if it'll have, like, that No Man's Land scene, because that was gorgeous. Um, I think that was really well done. I don't know how Marvel could top that um, with Captain Marvel. Um, but you.
2: Can I make a confession, though? Go ahead. I. You know what I don't want to do? What's that? I don't want to compare this to Wonder Woman. Mm. Why do we have to have one. Like definitive female superhero movie. Mm-hmm, Why mm-hmm. can't we have just two and let them not be in competition with each other, but compliment each other? Be like, hey, you want a couple movies with mm-hmm. strong female leads right. that girls can look up to and admire? Mm-hmm. Here's here's two. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't have to say which one is better than the other. Mm-hmm. Let's just
0: oh, I can com- have a good time. I completely agree. I, I but I think it will. They it will be compared to it not so much because it's two females. I think it will boil mm-hmm. down to DC versus Marvel.
2: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: To me and to me, that's that's what I would really compare it to is who did the better portrayal of their respective character. You know, gotcha. who did like did Gal Gadot do Wonder Woman as much justice as Brie Larson will do to Captain Marvel. I mean, if they both, it's kind of like, uh, WWE when it was going up against WCW, they were in such competition with each other. They both made great content. So everybody won at the end of the day. Everyone was like, I'll watch both. Like, I don't care. Um, you know, they really didn't compare. They like the audience at the end of the day didn't really care because they both, they got to see great content on both sides. Um, so hopefully that is, that is what they will do. Um, I mean, you know, the fanboys will, I mean, we're going to talk about them tonight. You know, the fanboys are going to come out in full force and and probably make it a a sexist thing as they are always want to do. Um, But hopefully it'll just, it'll just be a matter of, hey, you know what? Like you said, we've got two great movies, you know, let's enjoy both of them and just enjoy the fact that we did get two great movies um, with a, with a female lead. So. Excellent excellent point there, okay. Lindley. Yes. Yeah. Um shifting gears a little bit. If you are new, if you are brand new to Popcorn Prattle, we have a segment on the show that we are quite, quite fond of. Um and it's not it never every, every time I think, like maybe, maybe this is the week where we're going to just Redeem DC. They're not going to make us angry. DC strikes again with a vengeance. Stephen, Lindley, you guys already know what time it is. It's time to find out just how drunk DC is in our greatest segment of all time. Go home, DC. You're drunk. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I need to announce it's last, last call, call at, at the, the bar. bar. Oh, Go home, DC. You're drunk. Got Patron in my cup. Reverse. Straight uh, pound. Straight pound.
1: pound.
0: I got that Goose in my cup. Uh, Patron rolling up in the seat. Got me drunk. Party people in the club. Ay, Ay, throw, them yeah. throw them bottles up. Throw them bottles up. Ay, throw them bottles up. Ay, Bottles
1: up. Bottles,
0: bottles up. Bottles, bottles up. so can I can I open this by saying I I had a conversation with Dave the other day and um we were talking about the uh the DC universe um uh streaming service essentially
2: yeah.
0: I'm i am I actually am excited for a lot of the shows that are on that um, that are on that service.
2: Yeah, isn't Timothy Dalton going to be in Doom Patrol? I'm pretty sure he is. I won't mind that. You know,
0: like there's there's content. Let me
2: some Timothy Dalton. Who who, who
0: doesn't? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm excited to see it. Um, and I think it could be I think it could be really really good. Um, however. There is one show in particular that I cannot let myself begin to like because everything that I see about it just screams, this is going to be bad. And of course, I'm talking about Titans, all right? Um, and I and I know, audience, I know, especially if you've listened to the show before. I know, you're like, like Mar- Marcus, we get it, you don't like Titans, but no, audience, I don't think you do get it. I don't think you do. Everything that they show about this, uh, about this particular show screams we're trying to copy Daredevil. Um, matter of fact, I'm looking at a picture of the cast next to a picture of season one from Daredevil. And guess what? It's the same color scheme. It's literally the same color scheme. So do not tell me that they're not trying to copy Daredevil. And, yes, Daredevil is a very successful property. So, yes, Marcus, why wouldn't you copy it? Well, because one is Marvel, one is DC. One has kind of lackluster comics, and the other one has a rich treasure trove of comics. Okay? And in this case, I am talking about DC. I love DC Comics. Ask Steven. I tell him all the time about all the comics that I'm reading from DC. So I don't understand why it is so hard to give us a a film, a TV show worth watching. Um, Because
2: Warner Brothers, that's why. Yeah,
0: and it does boil down to the producers at Warner Brothers. It's a bunch of suits, you know, who don't listen to the fans and who probably have never even picked up a comic book.
1: Larry. His name is Larry. Oh, his name is always. Yeah, Larry.
0: Larry. I, yeah, his name is always going to be Larry. Larry, the DC exec. Um, so guys, let's let's. I, I have I have a I have a a new thing that just that has just been revealed about Titans. But let's just look at these. Let's just talk about the picture that was in Entertainment Weekly. It's uh the entire cast. They're all together. It's Beast Boy, Raven, uh, Robin and of course starfire um again we're seeing another look at these costumes what do you guys think like are you did this picture impress you with their costumes i mean you can hear it in my voice how i feel but i want to know how you guys feel
2: i'm going to quote uh, one of my favorite um film video makers reviewers lindsay ellis and say thanks i hate it mm-hmm. like
1: Uh. I got issues I got issues with these costumes do Um, tell okay so first up the raven costume actually no not not even that just all of them have got this weird sepia tone slash greenish color tint to it that's just really unappealing to look at. It looks like it was shot and then run through a dumpster. Like, yeah. that does not make me go like, ooh, that's so stylish. It just makes me think that the film or video that it was shot in is dirty. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Which works for, because that, that look that you're talking about, Steven. Mm-hmm. that's the look for Daredevil. And it works because most of it's in the dark. So it looks great. Yeah, <laughs> But in this... Not as just, you as you're pointing out, not so much.
1: It's like someone got really carried away with the color correction on this. <sighs> mm-hmm. um, uh, you've got Raven in the most stock, stereotypical creepy girl scenario ever, with the eyes you can hardly see, the holding the creepy little doll, making a creepy little face, surrounded by crucifixes and what looks like, I guess. I guess it's supposed to be that ethereal essence around her, but kinda could be blood blackened out on the wall or something. Mm -hmm. It just, I mean, it's so stock. Um, Beast Boy, he looks like he just got done with a I don't know, a jigsaw trap. Um, He's just standing there like, yeah, I found the key. It was in my butt. And um robin uh honestly the one with robin looks like it was Mm hand-drawn um and he's throwing the r like he's christopher nolan's batman now and um honestly of all the costumes i guess his looks probably the best right but I mean, that's not okay. saying much. Mm-hmm. It's like saying this dead dog is better because this dead dog has sprinkles on it.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I... then this and dead then... podcast sprinkles on it. Oh my god! Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid. <Steven, laughs> that's <Steven's laughs> It just series. registered what you said.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's been saying that for years. So I, it, my jaw no longer drops. <laughs>
2: yeah. So,
1: and then of course, you know, you got Starfires who. Is she wearing a fur coat?
0: In this, yes. For some (sighs) reason, they keep showing her in this damn fur coat. And I'm sorry. Listen, I was real excited for a black Starfire. And I still am. Okay? Like, let's Mm -hmm. just be clear. This has nothing to do with the race. But I also feel like you are putting her in a costume... That does not even resemble the original character's costume. she is from space. she does not look like she is from space and be- like do space people dress
2: like that all the time
0: bingo and and don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I get it the character she's the character has always been hyper sexualized that is the character of starfire not talking about like you know teen titans on cartoon network i'm talking about the original starfire she is incredibly sexual um that does not however this this that does not translate in your live action um uh adaptation to making her look like a hooker and that's what she looks like It has, again, it has nothing to do with the color of her skin. It has everything to do with the costume that you put her in. Because guess what? I've gone online. I've looked up cosplays for Starfire. Like, immediately after I saw this, I'm like, I wonder what the cosplays look like for Starfire. Not only do a lot of black girls cosplay a Starfire. Yeah. But they actually look like Starfire from the Cartoon Network one to the uh to the actual comic book version of her and guess what the one that looks like the actual comic book looks pretty banging like that should be what you use and that was that's that's some cosplayer in you know in the middle of America you have a you have a huge budget so why are you putting her in this dress in this fur coat why is she wearing the fur coat Why? Maybe she's cold. She's cold?
2: Maybe maybe Earth is (laughs) cold. Her name
0: is Starfire. She literally (laughs) makes flames in her hand. She ain't cold. (laughs) It makes no sense whatsoever. Now, actually, right now, I had an epiphany. I can kind of maybe... This is a theory. I'm gonna actually say it out loud because if I'm right, I want to. I want the credit. So in uh, uh, the one of the Teen Titans cartoons, um, the one that like the movie
2: Teen Titans Go.
0: No, 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 no. It's the one Tokyo. No, 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 no. Not not connected to Cartoon Network, but the one from like DC Entertainment. <clears throat> Um, those cartoons, like the really mature Hello. ones, oh, okay. Starfire, um, and I and I'm sure Dave can tell me if this is right or wrong. Um, but Starfire in the cartoon had to kiss Nightwing um, because that's how she gained knowledge. That's how she learned how to speak English. Um, and everyone's like, "Oh wow, like she's making out with him. That's weird." And then she was like, "Oh, thank you. That's the only way that we can." i can get knowledge what if this starfire comes to earth has to portray being a hooker in order to get uh in order to get knowledge That's creepy. It is I don't like that. It I is don't creepy. Don't it's and I d- like no that. And, and I don't like that either, but that's the only justification I can have for her looking like a hooker that she actually is a hooker. And maybe that's why they're not correcting anybody.
2: But why did th-
0: Right, cuz that's a horrible choice because if you didn't have to do that yes. in the comic books, why did you feel that you need to do that for the uh the tv show other than to make it dark and gritty and you know the netflix marvel shows they have sex which by the way it was like i think there was like one no it was two shows in particular no no it was it was no it was all four scratch that it was all four all four of them had some minor sex scene in it but it wasn't like game of thrones you know it was like it made sense with the character. Luke Cage is like, hey, you want to come to my place and get some coffee? Let me have sex. Jessica Jones is like, I need sex to, to take, you know, to get all the bad stuff out of my head. Daredevil's like, I'm in love with this woman. Iron Fist is like, I'm in love with this woman. But then you've got Hooker, Starfire.
2: I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. I hate
0: it. I just... I- you want me to hit you? You want me to get you with the, the double, the the, the second punch, the soft paw, south I don't
2: know. I was having a good day.
0: I know. I know you were having a good day. You were like Ice Cube. Today was a good day, but not anymore. Because guess what, Lindley? I figured out what's happening with with uh, old Jason Todd. Because if you recall, in a previous episode, audience. Um, it was revealed on the show when we were going through Wikipedia that Jason Todd is in this universe. Lindley, did you know that this that this show is set when Jason Todd is Robin? Wait what? Jason Todd is indeed Robin.
2: So that's not Dick Grayson?
0: No, Dick Grayson is done. He's done being Robin. So really, you know, he should be Nightwing. But no, he is Robin. Dick Grayson portrays Robin, but the guy partnered with Batman is Jason Todd. Yes.
2: But he's in the Robin suit. Oh, they are.
0: I think Lindley broke. They are both in the Robin suit. They are both in the Robin suit. And my guess is Robin, Dick Grayson Robin, he is only wearing the suit because he doesn't have anything else. And probably by the end of the season... This
2: makes no
0: I sense. I know. I know. This makes
2: absolutely no sense. Dick Grayson has never been like... Oh, bleep Batman! Let's do this. Mm-hmm. It's always been like Jason Todd because oh, because Jason Todd, that yeah, quote quote died because he was robbing him because the Joker beat him with a crowbar. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is this is dumb. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. Luni literally had to <laughs> walk I away from it. the mic so that she could scream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm done. Right. <laughs> uh,
2: appear I'm looking up Greg Walker. I'm looking up Greg Walker. I'm looking him up. I see what else he said. I'm looking him up, and I'm gonna write him a letter. <laughs> yep. No, I'm. <laughs>
0: Lindley has so little faith in Greg Walker's abilities as a showrunner. She's like, I want to see his credentials. (laughs) I want to know what else you've done. Because if you've done nothing, you have no faith from me, sir. None.
2: (laughs) All I can find is, professional history of Greg Walker is unknown. You are (laughs) unknown.
1: They just found him in the middle of nowhere and were
2: like, hey man, do will you run up the DC movies for us? Sure. Hey, hey, you don't have you don't have any prior knowledge about you don't have any prior knowledge about Robin or Batman or the Teen Titans? Great! Come write a TV show. That's the only reason I can see this working. <laughs> oh,
0: Lindley. <laughs>
2: Oh, no. Oh,
0: boo. Oh, no. I just... I think this is...
2: Wait, you said his name was Greg Walker? Greg Walker, yes. I'm not saying anything for him on IMDb for Titans.
0: Mm -hmm. That's what, uh... But, like... Oh, go ahead.
2: Hold on. Uh, Let me see if this is the same Greg Walker. I have a bone...
0: I feel like this is a missed opportunity. You know what I mean? Like...
2: Is it Greg Walker or Greg Greg Berlanti?
0: Well, that's what this is saying. So whatever... I mean, if you're finding something different, I mean, check it out.
2: On IMDb, it says Greg Berlanti.
0: It might be Greg Berlanti. It says...
2: And I'm looking him up to see what he's done. Oh, of course! He was a producer on the Green Lantern movie!
0: Oh, no... (laughs) <laughs> oh no.
1: You know what this this, this means, is Ridley? what we
2: have to this is what we have to look forward to. Is this people. your showrunner? This is. Is this yeah. your
1: game? Huh? Lily, <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out. You figured it out. The entire DCEU is a parody of DC. That's why they all are the way they are. It's all a big parody.
2: I hate it. I just <laughs> I hate it. I oh, just, oh
0: just really God. feel so much I just really feel that this is a uh this is a missed opportunity. Um you could you could honestly use your T V shows as springboards to your movies. You could do what Marvel can't do because they started off with movies. You could do it in reverse. You could take these successful T V shows and springboard them into your movies and instead what you're doing is you're creating these weird you know pocket universes which to me the only thing that you the only reason why you would do this is if you're setting up for a crisis on infinite universes crisis sorry crisis on infinite earth storyline. That's the Uh, only, that's the only way that you can really redeem yourself um, from saying that they're connected. They're like all in the same multiverse, but they're not necessarily connected per se. Um, That's. Dear God, he said to help break Batwoman, get him away. (laughs) I mean, hey, again. These are missed opportunities. I feel like DC can easily... They can easily slam-dunk any one of these franchises. Any one of them. And sure, Titans will have its fans. I'm not saying, like, no one's gonna like Titans. No one on this show will like Titans. But I'm not saying that nobody's gonna like Titans. Right? Because, I mean, there are, people, there are people that like Suicide Squad. There are people who
2: those people are are wrong wrong.
0: but there are people who you know who think that the dceu has done so much good stuff i don't think they're comic book fans (laughs) like i think they're just casual fans
2: that's not no, a there's not a problem with being casual I'm not casual saying fan. people have to read all the comics. I haven't read right. all the comics. I do read comics, but I don't, like, read them all the time. I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying you have to to be a fan. I'm not saying you have to to dislike something. But there comes a point where you have to look at something, look at what you have, and just count your losses. Say, okay, yeah, this thing is bad. No one wants mm-hmm, this. hmm Look at your life. Look at your choices. Look at your Greg, and just ask yourself: this Is
0: this the best thing? But Lindley, thing? It's but Lindley not, here's the, here's it's the thing. Here's thing,
2: Marcus. It's but not. You
0: don't. So, I mean, I agree. I agree with you. You you don't have to read the comics. You don't have to be a big comic book fan. But at the same time, if you know that there's a, if you know that the source material is out there, right? If you know that the source material is out there and people are telling you, like, listen, this is nothing compared to the source material. I think it's your duty to at least pick up one comic book or pick up. I mean, we, we expect that when people go see Lord of the Rings, you know, to like, hey, man, if you like the movie, go read the book. If there's a movie based off a book, I will always buy if, – if I go see the movie first, I will immediately go to the bookstore and buy the book, especially if I enjoyed it. If I don't enjoy it, I'm not going to buy it. But if I do enjoy it, I'm going to go and I'm going to get that source material because I know that it's probably going to be better. And so I don't understand why people – I don't. And I'm look. And I'm and I'm. I know I'm dancing that fine line between that fanboy mentality and not dancing that fa- fanboy mentality. But at the same time, I'm like, look, it's not hard to pick up one comic book, because one one Batman comic book will change your world. One, and that's not even talking about like any of the yeah. other comic books that are out there. And I'm not saying that they got to become like constant subscribers of the comic books. But I'm saying study up on the source material. Know that what you're getting is garbage.
2: But general audiences, if they don't know the material, Mm -hmm. if this is their first experience with the material, they're seeing this for the first time. They're going to think it's garbage. They're going to think the other stuff is garbage because it's based off of this garbage. True. So it's not It's not accomplishing what it should be accomplishing. Mm -hmm. And Warner Brothers has shown us from the start, they do not care. Unless you give it to someone like a creator, like Patty Jenkins. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying, and as much as I don't like some of the things he's done recently, I'm not saying Zack Snyder doesn't care. I think Zack Snyder does care. But when... Warner Brothers puts their grubby little fingers on everything and say, you need to do this. You need to do this. This is when things go mm-hmm, south.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're looking at you, To where it, You
2: become it when you become more about the money and the box office numbers than you do about the people who are paying to see your material.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I
2: had a microphone... I would drop it, but not really because that actually really hurts the microphones.
0: <laughs> well and and you think about and you think about it too, Lonely. I mean, um you think about, you know, Kevin Feige over at Marvel. Um he obviously I mean he's in charge of everything. He cares though. Like he actually cares about the franchise. It's clear that he cares. Um because what was it? I I saw some news article where he's got like the entire timeline. Of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe mapped out, like he has he has a literal scroll that he shows people, and I'm like,
2: <laughs> is it a is it a scroll scroll?
0: No, Lindley, it's not a scroll scroll. It's just a regular scroll. But he's got one, and who has a scroll? A fan, a fan has a scroll has a. You see, you almost made me say scroll. A fan has a scroll.
2: <laughs> fan fans might have scrolls too. <laughs>
0: and i just and i just think that i just think that at dc dc does not have that dc is just like what can we do to catch up with marvel and i feel like again that's the bad that's a bad move it's a bad move to try to go toe to toe with marvel just build up your franchise the the right way and guess what you can be successful you can i feel like i mean again I feel like the DCEU should be stronger than Marvel. I'm coming out on the air and I'm saying it. The DCEU should be stronger. And I'm mad because it's not stronger. And there's no reason for it not to be. Because the characters are much better. I'm sorry. Snap. You know, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, Civil War is great. But literally, DC keeps rolling out the hits. And it's not even just Batman. I, I mean I just love Batman, so I read the Batman comic books, but they, they've got so much. They got so much material. <sighs> Goodness gracious. That's not even our main event topic. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not a main event topic. Uh so so let's 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 come let's wrap this thing up. Let's get to our main event topic. We got Uh, we got word earlier in the week that Henry Cavill was out of Justice League. It just uh, manifested itself. It was like Thanos snapped and all of a sudden (laughs) Henry Cavill was like disappearing in front of us. And then it was revealed that
2: Mr. Wayne, I don't feel so good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then all of a sudden he's not leaving he's back it was just a rumor but I feel like that reveal or that that rumor revealed so much about the state of the DCEU and the fans relationship with the franchise um now Steven, you came at the beginning of the show you said that you had a lot to say about this particular topic um so what 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 is it because you haven't you haven't shared it with us what is it exactly? that you took away from Henry Cavill not being in the, in the DCEU anymore.
1: So, okay. Warner brothers came out with a a statement saying that no decisions have been made concerning future Superman movies, but they all something to the effect of they've always really enjoyed their relationship with Henry Cavill, not really confirming or denying if he's out, um his uh manager i think came out on twitter and said don't worry his cape is still in the closet which again is still not a hard yes or no uh for me mm-hmm. and it really reminded me of something else that happened not too long ago remember when ben affleck was supposed to be out of batman right but then he wasn't and then he was and then it was just kind of left in the air like who knows mm-hmm. Your guess is as good as Matt Reeves, you know? And it started making me think, like, I don't think that these rumors were an accident. No. There was Henry Cavill's really creepy, cryptic response where he just, like, plays... um, He plays some music while he holds up an action figure of Superman. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, his response. That was it. (laughs) That was it. I, I really... This... This whole, um, leak, I'm, I'm going to, and you can't see this, but I'm using air quotes like Dr. Evil, this leak, um, I really think is manufactured by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that. I think there could be numerous reasons why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. One reason, which I'm going to lean into this cause I have no faith in them to have a good business model at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, is to gauge like what will the fans think if they if these characters do leave to kind of see if like is this what was holding our franchise back all along
0: uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: which no it wasn't i think Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill are both really good actors if you give mm-hmm. them a good script right. and a good director <laughs> there's no reason Again, you should Again for the people make... in the back yeah <laughs> there's no reason Henry Cavill should be born yeah. um If, you know, you give him a good script and a good director, he should be, I will say this, the definitive Superman. Thank you. You know? Thank you. Like, he's got the look. He's got the charisma. Mm -hmm. Just give him. He's got
2: the acting chops. He's a fine actor. He's in one of my favorite movies. In
0: Justice League, I was not mad about, Superman was the only one I was not upset about. I instantly bought, I was like, this is the Superman we should have gotten from the beginning. This is the guy, and it took Joss Whedon to bring him out. And like you said, Stephen, it takes the right director, it takes the yep. right script, and I think, and I think Joss Whedon—he was the right person for Superman. Maybe not so much for Batman, obviously, um, or some of these <laughs> other characters yep. like Cyborg and and kind of Flash too. Um, but he was the right guy for Superman and he brought out that Boy Scout. and it's like and, 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 and you're right Steven, like he's he should be the definitive. so when when I heard word that he was he was getting out or possibly getting out, I kind of lost my mind a little bit because I was like, you just lost part of probably the best part of your franchise. yep
1: mm-hmm. you really
0: did. Like, the, like, he's not the problem. Your scripts are the problem. Your stories are the problem. Not him. Preach. Your focus. Yes. When you spend an entire movie with with Clark Kent brooding like he's Batman, that's a problem. Yeah. But when you have Superman dodge Step, uh, Steppenwolf's punch and smiles at it, like laughs it off. That's who we want, <laughs> you know. That's what we want. Like, yes. Like, why wouldn't he laugh it off? He's Superman. Good, good. I'm sorry, Stephen. You were you were still talking. I'm sorry. No, no, no.
1: I was done. That was pretty yeah. much it. That was just. I really feel like this was a studio leaked thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their end game is. Right. Um, maybe they thought, hey, you know. This sounds like a good idea. We can gauge the fan reaction uh, as if it's like, oh my God. If you really want to figure out how to fix the DCU, read the reviews. They're telling you what's wrong with them. Listen to your fans.
0: Yes.
2: And and this, again, this isn't to say you have to please every fanboy and fangirl, but... I mean, come on. Look
1: at the general complaints. Mm-hmm. The general consensus is that the scripts are often unfocused. Mm-hmm. The direction seems to sacrifice substance for spectacle. Mm-hmm. And whenever they try to give lip service to substance, it's like you said. It's just, you know, 45 minutes of Superman looking all brooding yep. like he's Batman. And there's like nothing emotionally going on underneath it. Mm-hmm. You Sure, you can... You can try to trick your audience by having uh, Martha come in there and kind of give him the sort of motherly concerned look all the time, but that gets old really fast, especially when there's not much going on. Right. So you know, buzzing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Did you really just? Yes, say he the did. Same?
1: Yes, I did. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Lily, what did you? Uh, what did you take from this rumor?
2: I mean, I feel about the same way. If, if this does mean the end of Henry Cavill Superman, I'm going to be, I'm going to be really sad because I think, again, fine actor, he's perfect for the role, but they gave him nothing to work with. Like, Man of Steel, not his fault. Batman v. Superman, not Mm -hmm. his fault. Given the proper material, he would have made perfect Superman. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That being said, if this is the end of Henry Cavill's Superman, I'm going to look forward to seeing what else he does. Yes. Because and thing like I've heard great things about him in Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, yeah, he's in one of my favorite movies, Man from Uncle. Love him in that. He just, so even if this is the end of his Superman, I'm still going to be a he fan. He just of got his.
0: in. Uh, he just became uh, uh, the lead character in The Witcher as well. Mm-hmm. yes oh, Netflix.
2: which i'm not a gamer
0: oh it's i'm not so a gamer good.
2: but i'm i'd watch it for him
0: yeah it's it's i'm i'm interested to see because i'm I've just, I've just started playing because i've been playing spider-man which is a great game by the way fyi uh sony give me some money for that plug um but it's <laughs> uh but yeah like which is a great game um i would love to read the books after playing it um I think Henry Cavill can do it, especially after seeing him in Mission Impossible Fallout. Because I did not dislike him at all. He can... He plays a damn good villain. He really does. Um...
2: Spoilers! It, you
0: can—you already can tell in the trailers. You know he's the villain. Well, one of the villains. That's not spoiling anything. No. Just, huh? oh, but he, um... I, I did want to say this, and and I understand if 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 you guys don't feel comfortable talking about it, but I I will say this, in response to uh, Henry Cavill n- getting out of Superman, it was immediately followed up with a rumor that Michael B. Jordan was being tapped to be uh, Superman. Now look look audience I'll be the first one to tell you hey let's like it doesn't matter the color of the you know, the color of the character anybody can play whatever character they want Superman to me is kind of like Batman I would love to see a black dude play Batman but I'm not sure at the end of the day I would want that. I would want to see a traditionally black character brought onto the big screen, much like Black Panther was, much like Luke Cage was. I feel like there's some characters that you, that, you know, especially if they're already there, you don't need to bring in, you don't need to recast somebody. Just give me a movie with a black actor playing a black, uh, an already black superhero. That's all. That's all you got to do. Um, and just like, I, you know, it was, it was, it was weird. It was weird for me. Cause I, I sat there and I was like, this is at, during the time that we didn't know if Henry Cavill was out. And then all of a sudden Michael B. Jordan comes up. Michael B. Jordan's a f- fantastic actor. I think he is the next big thing as far as black actors in Hollywood he does a great job in creed he did a great job in uh uh black panther as eric killmonger could he play superman i'm sure and in and in one uni- and in one multiverse there is a black superman you could play that guy should he be clark kent no Ab- no i won't say absolutely not but no Clark Kent is a white dude from middle America raised by John and Martha Kent. I feel like you you gotta stay true to the race in that respect. Some things can't be colorblind casted. As a black actor, I've accepted this. Many black people black actors have accepted this many actors of color have accepted this many actors of different genders have accepted this it's okay now there are some roles that can be colorblind there are some roles that can be genderblind. it doesn't matter but i'll say this it's kind of the same argument that I would use about Black Panther I would not want a white actor to play Black Panther doesn't make sense there are certain roles that do not make sense James Bond hey, that guy can be whoever because what black people are British go Idris Elba even though he's not even though he's not up for 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 Double O seven anymore. I still I still would love to see him play James Bond. Um would I want Idris Elba to turn around and play Bruce Wayne? No. No. It doesn't make sense to me. It makes more sense for it for it to be uh this white guy that's a billionaire. Because that's that's all I've ever known. That's that's honestly how I how I see the character now. Now, if you made Idris Elba a black superhero that's also in the DC franchise, maybe he's the live-action movie version of Black Lightning. Go right ahead. Great. Let's, ha- let's get a Black Lightning movie. The, the TV show's apparently doing really good. Let's get, the, let's get the movie off the ground. Let's cast Idris Elba as that role and make him the lead. I don't know. Am I making am I making sense? Like is it <laughs> hopefully hopefully I'm making hopefully I'm I'm making sense when I when I say that.
1: I mean, I'm following you. Mm-hmm. I I personally think this that would actually be a pretty cool way to reimagine the character right. if um Clark was black and And Martha and Kent were black. Mm. And you just kind of retell the whole Superman story from that kind of perspective. I think that can make for a really cool story.
0: Um, But can it be in the main continuity, though? Like, because I feel like if you make him and uh, well, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Stephen. I feel like, though, if you make him black, his experience changes completely
1: yeah that's what i mean is like it i mean at this point if they continue with the continuity of the films yeah. it would definitely not work but um i was talking more for like a comic book storyline oh shoot. i feel like you could totally re-envision superman with that and i think it would uh, it would actually be like God, I kind of want to read this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this will be a really good story. I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's so much potential there. Um, but, you know, I would also add an addendum, even if they were going to go in that direction of Michael B. Jordan, you know, don't fall into the trap of, I, I don't want it to become another Fant4 stick mm-hmm. where they had the appearance of progressive casting and the movie itself was terrible, right? You know, I, I like. I feel like that does a disservice mm-hmm. to the whole point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it, and I don't agree with this, but there are people out there who look at, oh, that movie was terrible, and then they associate it with the progressive casting choice, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, that's not why it was bad. It was bad because it had a lousy script. It had poor direction. Mm-hmm but you know, there are just unfortunately an unhealthy number of people who buy movie tickets that feel that way. And then the movie studios don't care what the criticisms are. They just look at the box office and they're like, well, I guess we won't take that risk anymore. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, it like, give it a good script and direction. Right. I mean, it just goes back to basic filmmaking one oh one. Um, But, yeah, I would like to see a comic book storyline where Superman is black. Because I really feel like there's so much potential to that storyline. Like, that would be really interesting. Well,
0: I just looked it up for you. Uh, You should purchase Final Crisis. (sighs) Because that that is where uh, Calvin Ellis, uh, a Kryptonian, in A Different Earth in the Multiverse. That is where he uh, makes one of his appearances. Apparently he made his appearance in Action Comics number 1 in 1938. So, yes. He also became president. He was Superman, and he was also president. So, I don't know if that was Yay. foreshadowing a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh my I wish I would have known That's that when awesome. Obama was in office. I would have been many much fun much fun would have been had with that um but yeah oh man that would, check out final that would be so awesome. check out final crisis um and then you can learn more about calvin ellis um well guys i have had a lovely time talking with you all um and steven i'm so glad that the power did not go out on you while you're recording this um Because while audience, you don't know this, um, because we all live in separate places. Lindley's in New York, so she is super safe. I'm in Virginia, so I'm, like, uh, pretty much safe. And then there's Steven, who's, like, looking (laughs) at, like, the storm, like, as he's podcasting. Uh, So.
1: so I am looking at the storm. (laughs) It's not going to drop anywhere near me. It's going to drop right on me. Right,
0: right. He's, like, it's, like, it's, like, literally down the street um not really uh,
1: um yeah it's just down the street take a left take a right and there it is <laughs> just like boo <boo-hoo-hoo-hoo>, haunted
0: house <laughs> uh but um but Stephen, we are glad that you know you were able to be on this week's show i know there was like the possibility that possibly the storm wouldn't uh, allow you to be on the show so i'm glad that you're here um Me and, our too. Thoughts and prayers of course go out to everybody that is being affected by the storm i know yes um yes. You know, there's a good chance that a lot of people probably can't hear this podcast right now if they're down south. Um, but nevertheless, um, our thoughts and prayers go out to you guys, and hopefully, um, when, when you make it out, you can listen to this podcast and enjoy it and get some get some smiles back in your life once uh, Florence has left, once flow has gotten out of there. Um,
2: <laughs> not
0: not cool flow <laughs> from progressive, but bad flow um all right guys uh before we leave if the audience wants to talk to you a little bit more um go ahead and tell us uh, anything that you'd like to promote and or where at the very least where the audience can reach you Stephen, why don't you start
1: all right folks at home you can head over to youtube type in bailey's film workshop check out some of my more professional works uh, you can also check out my older stuff on Steven's Workshop, also on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter. Uh, just uh, click uh, at Bailey's Workshop and just hit follow. Uh, I've also got a Bailey's Film Workshop page on Facebook now, uh, as well as a uh, more environmentally friendly page, The Holocene Fallen. So be sure to support
0: those. Then they Ooh. break the folks at Home Reachingo. Folks at
2: home, you can mostly find me on Instagram at LittleLottie. That's Little L-O-T-T-I-E. Um, be looking out. It is almost Comic-Con time. Nice. So I'm almost done with my cosplay for this year. Um, me and my friend, we're going to be back as Rick and Evie on Friday. And Saturday, since my new favorite obsession, Outlander, is going to be there Saturday, I'll be cosplaying Claire from season one. So, yeah. And while speaking of cosplay, I have a cosplay page that's a little lotty, one word, cosplay on Facebook. So go follow me there.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And of course, you can always hit me up on Twitter at Mark, M A R C underscore Leroy, L A R O Y. You can also find me on our Popcorn Prattle Twitter page at P O P C R O N underscore Prattle, P R A T T L E. Um, as far as things that I'm working on, I've gotten really, really, uh, big into voice acting lately. Um, I even, I even told you guys this. I'm actually getting ready to record this weekend, um, for an audio drama of the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm playing Woo. Mephisto. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so I will definitely, um, when those drop, I'll definitely be dropping links in my, uh, Twitter feed and, um, you can hear me, you can actually hear me on, uh, the escape podcast, the escape room podcast, um, which was so cool guys. I I really hope you guys listen to it because I would love to suggest you guys to be on it because it was it was the Ooh. most fun I've ever had on a podcast <laughs> uh, as a guest. I'm good at
2: Escape Room, oh, so...
0: This one, I have to, I'm have going to have to tell you about it after the show. Like, it was really fun. Um, but everybody there was so great. Um, uh, my partner from uh, Pop-Up Filmcast, which I've been on before, um, Sup Keith, uh, I was...
2: Uh, hey, Keith.
0: I was uh, on that show, and then I got hooked up with uh, the Escape Room podcast, so definitely i would drop those links as well um because i want to make sure that you guys check them out and uh yeah that is it yes we made it we made it to the end of the show um so guys i think that is everything and i don't know about you but i am gonna go ahead and uh play some destiny 2 or maybe i'll just play some more spider-man i don't know maybe one or the other (laughs) um All right, audience, before we leave, I leave you with this. From all of us to all of you, we wish you peace, love, and tranquility. You all take care now.